welcome to Redefine Coaching's podcast. So today we have a very special guest. She's one of my really good friends. Aww. Her name is Michaela. Hey, what's up? So how long have we known each other for? Um, I would say about four years. Yeah. You were that girl who my sister kept <laughs> um, <laughs> coming over and staying at my house. And I was like, who is she? Mm, that was but me. now we're really good friends. Mm, so yeah. that's super cool. Um, and it is midnight, so we have been laughing a lot and done many takes on this, but we're getting there. We are getting there. This is the final take. Okay. Let's make it good. <laughs> yes. We are going to make it good for you guys. Um, so tell us a little bit about who you are. Like, what's your hobbies and stuff? Um, my hobbies, well, I love surfing. I love just being in the ocean. I love music, playing guitar, writing songs, singing, and yeah, and I love adventure. You definitely love adventure. You do things which freak me out sometimes. It's great. But you are still alive. It's YOLO. So I guess that's <laughs> YOLO. You... you only live once, man. You only live once. Um, so I met you when you're in the midst of your eating disorder, which I guess shows how common eating disorders are. Yeah. Um, so can you tell everyone just a little bit about your journey? Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time, I was working in the emergency services And if any of you guys have worked in them before, you probably know that it's quite intense and the day is pretty crazy. You can go to some pretty crazy things. And at the time I was really young and I just didn't know how to like deal with the stuff that I saw. And so because I felt so out of control, I decided to use, I guess, food as a way to kind of control the feelings that I was feeling um, and help me, I guess, feel better. Mm. Yeah. But it didn't really make you feel it better. It did not help me feel better at all. Because <laughs> when I met you, you had lots of anxiety. Yeah. And it was a really hard place to be, hey? Yeah. I mean, like, it just, at first you think, like, oh, it's all good. Like, this is making me feel better. But then very quickly you just spiral into this, like, deep, dark hole of, like, emptiness. And it sucks. Mm. And I went on the journey with you where you had to mm. quit your job. We mm-hmm. can no longer do it. Yeah. And your whole life kind of got robbed from you, hey? Yeah. And it straight out sucked. It was a very sucky time. Like, yeah, it sucked. Um, as Jess said, I lost my job um, and I couldn't work for about a year. And my life basically consisted of doctor's appointments and therapy sessions, which is great when you're like 21. <laughs> like, just oh. what you want to be doing. It was definitely a dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, but something I love about you is you chose to fight. You didn't choose to stay in the eating disorder. Mm. Um, and, I mean, we can't help that things like an eating disorder happen to us, but we can yeah. always choose to fight. Yeah. And I guess how did you fight? To be able to fight, we actually have to have some form of hope, right? Yeah. How did you find hope in the midst of all of that? I think one of my, like, defining moments was... I was in Wellington um, with one of my friends when we were doing a sports camp and I just couldn't do it. Like I had so much anxiety around everything. I like literally would just like sit down and just sit there because I, I just couldn't do anything because I was so anxious and I ended up getting sent home on day two. This was like a two week camp and I got sent home and I just remember sitting on the plane and I was looking out the window and I was just crying and I was like, my life actually looks, this sucks. Like I should be able to do these kind of things, but I can't. Mm. And I think that was just like this defining moment when I realized that actually I have to fight because I don't want my life to be like this anymore. Yeah, wow. That's amazing. And I remember that turning point Mm. because for so long I was trying to convince you to fight. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we had a conversation like two days before that and you're like, you shouldn't go to Wellington. Probably. Um, And then you 
started fighting. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you for having the courage to fight. Thank you. And it's definitely paid off because now you get to live an amazing life of freedom mm. where you're up on stages singing, where you've yeah. got good friends, where yeah. you get to socially eat, where there's no anxiety. Mm. And life's just completely different. And yeah. you're a different person too. Yeah. Like you definitely. have joy and you laugh and you can make jokes. Yeah. You know, and it's pretty awesome to see. I guess, um, what were a couple of tools which really helped you? Recover. Um, one of the biggest tools that helped me recover was actually trying to renew my mind. Um, so every morning when I woke up, I'd get up my journal and I'd write down five things that I loved about myself or that awesome. I wanted to see for myself. Mm. So like I'd wake up and I'd write down like, I'm beautiful or like, I'm going to be free or I'm going to have friends. And I'd write those five things down and then I'd just read them over and over and over again until I felt like I could get out of bed. And sometimes mm. that took like an hour or two hours, but we'd get there. And like, I just did that um, like every single day and just renewing like the way I saw myself and the way I thought wow. about myself really changed a lot yeah wow yeah and I think it can be really hard to do that when you're in that place because when you have an eating disorder there's probably a lot of self-hate yeah a lot of those different things so it's kind of going against what you feel yeah and even what you believe about yourself Mm, and kind of speaking truth yeah and declaring truth hey yeah but like I don't know I just felt like I just had to do it and even Mm. when I didn't feel like it I just I just did it good because honestly like if you don't you just down (laughs) yeah you spiral down yeah um i really really love that you gotta have you gotta get a voice which is louder than the eating disorders voice in your mind yeah you gotta make what you write down louder yeah and every time those thoughts come into your head you just pull out your journal and you're like no i am beautiful and like yeah you know i do have friends and i'm cool (laughs) yeah you are cool man thanks you are very cool um and what was another tool Another tool was probably my friends. Mm. Um, having really cool friends that weren't sick. Friends that... Um, I like how you said that. Yeah. Because so often we can get friends which are sick as well and it kind of feeds off each other. Yeah. And it does not help because, I don't know, um, eating disorders can be quite competitive. Mm. And when you have friends that are sick, you just kind of compare yourself to them all the time. Even if you don't really think you are, you are. And so I think one of the biggest things for me was having really cool friends around me that weren't sick because Mm. I looked to them as inspirations because I was like, I want to be able to be like they are, just walking around in freedom, eating and not caring and Mm. like not caring about what they look like or that kind of thing. And I think like that just helped me a lot, just hanging with them because they were just so free and they just didn't care. Yeah. And I guess like that freeness kind of like, I don't know, helped inspire me to get free as well. I love that. It gave you something to fight for. Yeah. yeah. Something bigger than your eating disorder to fight yeah. for. Yeah. And as well as, like, um, eating disorders rob a lot from you. And sometimes you couldn't do what your friends were doing. Like, mm. you wouldn't go out with them or you couldn't go out, like, on adventures with them. So it was also a big motivation because I wanted to be with them and not miss out. Yeah, FOMO is real. FOMO was real. Very yeah, real. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Is there any other advice you have for anyone else listening? Um, advice? I would say freedom is so, um, so th- like, I don't know. What's the word? Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Freedom is so worth it. And it's, it's so doable. It's hard, but it's so doable. 
and once you get to the other side like you'll thank yourself so much for doing it Mm. and I think just be I don't know easy on yourself and because recovery is a journey and not everyone's recovery is the same sometimes it might take you a few months sometimes it might take you a year but the the trick is to not give up and just to keep trying and to keep pushing and when you have your bad days don't be like that's it I'm going to be like this forever but just put the bad day aside and be like right tomorrow I'm going to start again I'm going to do this and I can do this because I deserve freedom and I deserve to live my life in freedom as well yeah everyone deserves freedom Mm. you do you deserve freedom yeah (laughs) amazing well thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story you're so brave and I'm so proud of you thank you amazing okay bye peace out